Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Our favorite time of the week. High school sweethearts turned married couple with two kids. Join us for a conversation on life, parenting, marriage, and more. Welcome to Close Enough. Just so you know, <laughs> this is a conversation amongst a married couple. Almost 20 years married. Almost. Oh, it's good. Will we make it? So many days left. Spoiler alert. I've had a few. I just did a podcast. I've had a few drinks. These are always the best. Oh, was, that's a perspective. That's one. What? What? Hi. Hi. I love you. I love you too. I usually say it at the end, but I'll say it at the beginning. Just so people know. Just so, so they don't make it to the end. <laughs> so people may not make it to the end, and yeah. that's okay. That's fine by me. You doing good? You feeling good? Um, what happened? How did how I was so gone listen, about, for uh, five minutes to take you our see this kids. bottle of bourbon here? Yep, drank a lot of it. Why? I just I mean, who's to say? Was it the one you were featuring this week? Yeah. Oh, oh, four straight. He's, I don't have my glass, or I'll drink some more right now. But oh. I probably I'm gonna drink this Alani. Gonna gonna pump the brakes a little bit there friend listen jason ellis you can't tell me to pump the brakes i can i can tell you whatever i want oh, you can say whatever you want yep <sighs> so is the review on the bourbon pretty good do we like the old forester so I, I haven't bought any new bourbon so what i did was try something i hadn't tried in a while okay i could just pick the bottle and that was I tried that a year and a half ago on the podcast. I had COVID. I went back and listened to the episode. I had COVID. Mm-hmm. I couldn't smell it. Is it different tasting since you didn't have COVID this time? I don't even remember drinking it the first time, oh. to be honest. I don't know if you'll remember drinking it this time, I to be did. honest. It, I rave reviews. All right. So, full disclosure. Yeah. I was casually perusing the internet, and I was like, I want to get Gary a 20th. Wedding anniversary oh, yeah. gift. I just, I was just literally just talked about want to do something for your twentieth. So I know that we we have like we're doing something like we're, we're yeah we're, we're going we're with hanging our out. best friend and we're going to record a podcast with everybody. So be um. on the lookout for that. <laughs> Are we going to talk about marriage? Is that going to be the theme? I mean, everybody will be married as of that recording. <laughs> as of that recording. So who's to say what happens afterwards? I was like, there's a Pac-Man machine, and I'll probably ruin some lives. Oh my god! How good I am at Pac-Man. Ping pong, not so much. There's a ping pong table. That's not what I assumed we were going to do with the ping pong uh, table, but <laughs> okay, okay. What? All right, you L seven. Make um, love on the ping pong that's table. Not where I was going with that. Oh, so I casually think I'm trying to think of like more creative things to be twentieth, and honestly, like. I don't know what to, you were the hardest person to buy gifts I'm for. Not really. If you just listen to me, let me buy my own shit. That's well, what you do is you just buy your own shit. Yeah, and I can't afford amusement park tickets to everything. I, yeah, that's already. And I'm good on this year for that, right? 
So I was like, I would love to find a 20-year-old bourbon. (laughs) What I didn't know. Yeah, that's a little. (laughs) But I didn't know. In my head, I thought they're all probably like, what, 20? Me, who has been around bourbon and you for a while, just didn't process. Hot take on 20-year-old bourbon. People say after about 12 years, it doesn't get any better. So it's not even good? Who's to say? Because we can't really af- casually afford a twenty-year-old bourbon. A twenty-year-old bourbon, and I was like, yeah. "Can you just find like?" And I was going to ask you this: Can you just find? I was like, "I want no, no, a bottle that was a, a bourbon that was bottled in two thousand three. Like, can you? Yeah, can you find that? Like, do I people mean, do you that? Can, but it's not going to be in your price range because Did it's you? twenty years old. Yeah, but there's not like a cheap two thousand three bourbon. I mean, maybe there's some. Jim Beam that nobody sold from then, but yeah. Wow. But also, once it's bottled, the aging process stops. So you can find something maybe bottled in 2003. That's what I'm saying. Bottled right. in 2003. No. I just didn't know if like you could search a bourbon by the year it was bottled. Bottled. Some of them maybe. Like maybe I can go to like First Street. They, I feel like they would have some bottle on their some bourbon on their shelves that's been there for a while. You don't think, yeah. <laughs> But the aging process stops once it's in the bottle. Like, but every bottle is like dated, right? Yeah. I don't know. So I I'm back to like I don't know what I'm gonna get you. Don't give me anything. We're having an experience. That's what we do. Okay. We're experienced people. Monetary. We could get the champagne that you got drunk on that night. I thought about that. I thought not not even that. I mean it's brute. Whoa. Well yeah. I apologize. We, we can cut that out. We ain't cut shit out. <laughs> I bet that's hard on people's ears. Okay. Well, they'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you Gary's drunk because sober Gary would have... I wouldn't have. ...been so... So I get home, Abby's like, you, I'm an empath. What's wrong with you? Like, There's nothing wrong with me. I There's sensed, nothing wrong with me. I sensed a vibe. You coming home, mm. you were like, not... <laughs> Yourself. Do tell. What's my, like... I don't... First of all, I was completely bent over stretching my back and you didn't even hit my ass. What, you were bent over the wrong way? I didn't... Your ass was not in my face. If he wants to, he I'd will. I'd have them cheeks. <laughs> Might motorboat them later. Disgusting. That's what's happening after the podcast. No, guys. Gary. Gary. There's a sponsor we that we've a, had. Nope. Nope. I will cut it out. <laughs> you will not. Nope. 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 Okay. Cut it. Just know we're leaving money on the table every every episode, yeah. Because Abby's got and morals money. or something. I don't know what it is. Who knows? I've run this by my friends. I'm excited. I- and they're like, "Just do it." I'm like, "She's a prude." Yeah, real big prude over here. Anyway, I just felt like you were stressed, or you weren't really ma- making connection when you came home, and you were like. <laughs> Doing law or like trying to do laundry. First of all, you're like I just feel overwhelmed. I got all the, I'm trying to I'm so I'm trying to help. Being a good husband, helping, helper be. You literally texted me bee. yesterday, and you're like, "What area?" I'm listen. I got this. Kids, areas of the house, and I was like, "I don't even know where to begin." <sighs> so give me translation to Gary was, "I will lay in the bed and eat 25 popsicles." Yeah, that's kind of my diet these days. Who who can deny that the that just a good popsicle in the plastic wrapper like Flavo Ice? I hate them. 
despise them. Well, and it's not can... even because of taste. It's because I pick up 952 popsicle wrappers well, that's, a day. Well, that's and some kind of... And our nightstand sticky. And I clean it off, try it every day. You do not clean up the sticky. How do we know that's popsicle? <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I, I mean, it could be Harlan... Don't, Could be anything. Do not blame the baby. Wow, well, he's not a baby anymore. Oh my god, I quit. I quit this podcast. Need, uh, yeah. You move the microphone back. And I, I'm not, I can't. I can't move my hands when I talk. You can scoot the chair back, and it's the same dynamic. Don't tell me what to do. I'm not. I'm woman. just you. You're just uh, in a mood. That was you earlier. That's not me. And then you got drunk, and finally we're happy. I, I'm not. End of story. <laughs> Let's just. So, we're approaching 20 years of marriage. That's a long time. I don't feel like, one, that I should be over, I feel approximately 27 years old, mentally. It's given yourself a few years. <laughs> 12, really. Yeah. I still have that same humor. But that's how you stay young, right? You keep the same mindset as a young person. I think so. Like today at work, we're having a, a deep conversation about politics, and somebody used the term optics. I was like, "Bro, yo, you got you got me fucked up. I don't even know. I don't even care." <laughs> don't bring those. Like I'm. Uh, so we li- on in our here. way back from Disney World. We listened to Killer Mike and Joe Rogan. Uh-huh. Killer Mike's like, you need to focus politically micro local like really local elections i'm focused even less than that <laughs> that like means politics nothing. yeah politics mean nothing to me that's good to know i i mean i'm like uh i told you this other night i'm like jfk he said he met a lot of great men but he just wants to be a good man i just want to be a good man and I think to be a good man, you can't be involved in politics. You can't really. Mm, although that's true, I think I'm, you have I'm to be a able little, to speak up for others. And yeah, I mean, I would and stand for others. And that does. I mean, get I bust political. my fucker in the mouth. I don't. Even... It's good to know. Where but, are you on the? Um... Oh God. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about the real stuff. All right. The Miranda Lambert, uh, talking down to her fans. So. Based on loosely, you might feel me on the story. She stops her concert because somebody in the crowd's taking a selfie. She's getting ready to start a pretty uh emotional song. Yeah, emotional. Is this in Vegas? She's like, hell, I don't know. I think I don't she's got like a res- Who's to say? Um, and apparently these women in the VIP pit front row are trying to do, and I've seen the picture, are trying to do like. It's five of them get a selfie with Maureen in the background as she's trying to start the song. And it's kind of distracting her. I and think so she stops phones and... should be outlawed at any live event. Really? I mean. Here's the thing. Nobody's watching your concert videos. Me included. Fireworks, concerts. Nobody's watching them. Really any. Um, like I mean, kids. I... Nobody gives a shit about your baby's first steps. I still remember concerts I went to without a phone. <sighs> I don't go back. We and, didn't take any videos. Like the last concert we went to was pan, pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Was that the last concert? Yep. Yeah. We didn't take any video there. I took a little bit that went to my snap, but nothing else. I don't even know if we got a picture of us together that night. 
Other than like outside the venue. Before, yeah, that's a that's a lock screen on my phone. Um, he well, could, he just that. got the phone to show me. <laughs> so, I think that's fair. Um, what did she say? I don't. What did, so I guess she stops the concert and says something about sorry, I can't really uh, go on. There's people distracting me right now, taking a selfie. And it kind of calls about in front of everybody. Stops like, song. Oh my god. What a biatch. As a teacher, I want to be like, wrong approach. When you shame them publicly, it kind of looks bad on you. You got to maybe use a little humor or something with that. I don't know. Or like embrace it and like do a pose with it and then roll on. Or like fuck their picture up. (laughs) Right. Flip them off in the background. That'd be funny. Um, Or pop a titty out. So I follow this woman on TikTok. She's from Floyd County, and she eats cake and talks about Britney Spears, and among other things. And I love her. She says, Sissy Cat. So, um, God, it's just, it's a wonderful time to be alive when you can just eat cake and talk about Britney Spears. And she's amazing. She's hilarious. She's funny, but she's very down to earth in her in her advice, life advice. And she so she's like, I see this woman. So she's really getting to this Miranda Lambert thing, thinking, hmm. May not be the the take, you know, she may have not approached it correctly. So everybody's main argument is if these women are super fans and spend that much money to get into the pit, how dare her? How dare Miranda Lambert ruin their experience? They are the fans. They spent money on this. Turns out they just a bunch, one of them at least, is just a big old rich bitch that her entire social influencer personality mm-hmm. and I use the term personality loosely is based around what expensive purses she has. Oh damn. That's I need to find, what's her what's her, I don't even know. I have to go back to the thing. And it's real transparent. I'm just here for for the Instagram. I'm just here for the pictures, the optics, if you will. That's a horrible term. <laughs> of we know so, people that document fake life on social media through mm-hmm. pictures. Mm-hmm. Like everything's a photo op. Mm-hmm. Now, are we guilty of that? Sure. Like we take happy pictures, but there's also like, I try to be I try to be off. Gotta be real. Gotta be real. authentic. And I feel like this podcast does a lot. But as somebody and you as well as a mm-hmm. teacher who for better or for worse performs a former teacher. I'm not a former. I'm still a teacher, damn it. Well. Quit calling me a former teacher. But as somebody who spoke in front of large crowds, Mm -hmm. and like you've got your energy and you're giving giving yourself, there's a part of you that you're giving away to the crowd. Sure. Right? And you're hoping, like I've talked to many people about public speaking and I'm comfortable in it, but I'm fucking easily distracted. (laughs) Easily distracted. If there were some people, I'm not in, maybe in my circles. I may have garnered a little cult following, seven eight people. Jesus. But if somebody was to like come up and and take a selfie or as I'm speaking on whatever it is, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Right. Right. You know. And it'd be it like it as somebody who's going to perform, and you have this, like you. She probably performs every night. Or, sure. Like, I think she's in Vegas. I'm pretty sure she's in okay. Vegas. But, I, you know, you have this set. 
and you see this like as a distraction. You're like, what the yeah fuck are you doing? Yeah. But well, I, but as somebody in the who's in the public eye, mm-hmm. I don't know. Good for her though. Say fuck them. Well, it's just Your this whole argument that this like I'd have kicked him out. This whole victim mentality of the the audience members. I. I don't think they were there having their best Miranda night. I think they were people who just were able to get tickets to the front row. I don't know that they were Miranda Lambert super good fan. for them to be in that position. Good to do they that. could. I'm just not really buying the whole like. I'm not saying she's completely in the right. There is a right and wrong, wrong way sometimes to handle things. We don't always. You've been to Miranda like, yeah. Miranda Lambert concert. Yep. Did we we've never been to the Miranda we've walked by it several times, but the Miranda Lambert bar in Nashville. Yeah. Never been in. Um I think though that they just license their name to a I'm bar. Sure. You know, I'm sure. and like then, it's not her bar. Right. So like Jason Aldean, he's in some shit right now. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched an artist totally obliterate his song and like put the real lyrics at what he was trying to say. But to. in the same sense though, I grew up in the nineties listening to rap music. There's some pretty fucking crazy shit in some rap music that's a, how would you say, like an over-the-top, overgeneralization, like whatever. Mm, like it, I don't think this is being over-the-top, overgeneralization. I think it's, I think it's the innuendo. Who gives a fuck about Jason Aldean? I've, I, I, name me two Jason Aldean songs. Continue. Exactly. I don't fucking know who that dude is from nobody. Right. But somebody was talking about Kane Brown at the office. Don't know who that is. Well, he's a black country singer. Oh. I don't know country. So I think I am he's not... black. He may be biracial. Oh, Who's Jesus. to say? But I I'm like, I don't know shit. Like, you wanna know you wanna talk about current country? Fast car by Luke Combs. There you go. Dude, I was we li- we listened to it on the radio. I was like, oh shit. And then I saw somebody like Tracy Chapman. The writer. The writer of the song. Like, you know, it went to number one on the charts, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she didn't get her due. First of all, she let it, she let, authorized him to do that. Mm-hmm. Turns out she won motherfucking Grammys and awards for this song. So let's, I'm like, why are we fake outraged about everything? Mm-hmm. I don't, well, and I don't want to associate the word fake outrage from that conversation about the Tracy Chapman to the fake outrage about, about Jason, Jason Aldean. Aldean. So I don't want to associate those two things. Yeah, because I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know enough about Jason Aldean. I don't, I wouldn't know. If Jason Aldean walked in this basement with an acoustic guitar, I'd be like, Who are you? Bring me Stephen Scott. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Stephen Scott. Right. You know, who we've seen live. Yes. But I, I don't know. All that to say. Well, I was just, I've, I've just been, because. You know, Charlie. So I say, Charlie, your girl Miranda's in trouble. And she was like, who? And I guess Miranda Sings has done something. She goes, Miranda Sings Yeah, she girl. was a groomer. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. And, and I then did some cringy video about right. I'm like. I had no idea that even happened. And Charlie was like, what? So we were having this entire conversation not on the same page, which is basically what our if, theme for the week is we are not on the same page. Like, what if, God forbid, this podcast blows up and we're top five in the charts? It's like. Joe Rogan, Dak Shepard, Gary and Abby. And we all this attention okay, well, is on us. He How, went to five and made it to three. Okay, keep going. Yeah, but that's the top five. Oh. I mean, I don't want to be five, but I don't want to be one. Oh, okay. Three's a good number. Great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. But then you get uh, so much attention and like you're bombarded on social media and all this stuff and, and can't go out of the house. Almost like we'd won the Powerball or something like that. We didn't. We didn't. God damn it. Keep 
Focus. But stay with it. But you've got all this attention focused on you. I I'm not the guy no. to have the attention focused on me. Nope. I'm gonna fuck it up royally. Yep. Like you wanna talk about fifteen minutes? Give me ten minutes and I'm canceled. Maybe five. Not for derogatory things, just because I'm a dumbass. This is true. And I I think about that like You think about your fifteen minutes of fame? No, I think about people that have like catapulted from zero to hero in nanoseconds. You right, know, which think is about a lot like, more frequent with social media. Yeah, a lot, you know, and it's just, I don't know that I could handle it. I don't know that I'd want to handle it. I don't think. I would love the money. So I had this conversation love with somebody. Love the money. I don't want the attention. Um, I want I want a million people a week to listen to this podcast. I don't really want to interact um, with them. <laughs> that is the story of my entire life. You know, I would love I don't want to interact with anybody. Um, <laughs> I was talking. You know, like a, I don't think the human spirit or condition was ever built to be platformed on social media the way that it is. There's there's parts of it that I am forever grateful. Um, interactions and exchanges and knowledge shared through TikTok. I love that. I love the, you know, a fundraiser was started for the special Olympics, which is something I'm helping out with and Mm -hmm. complete strangers through because of social media, because of media were able to access that and and come to that. But as far as maintaining this persona like this, the sharing, because essentially you have to maintain multiple personalities just to be honest, even the most, you can do that authentic. Fuck you. Um, the most authentic people, I think there is still this sense of real me, real life me, right? Online me, and so something Gosh, I I am exploring. Real life me on social media. Nope. So anyway, that's why I'm just I don't post anything. Thank God. Um, something I think that we are seeing is I am very curious as to as I enter into this next phase of my life. Um, mm. working with people from a younger generation than me. Now it's not, I'm not teaching a younger generation. I've always had this understanding and thought of how do I access and teach this generation. But now this generation are now my colleagues, right? I've been wow. in it long enough that they're it's now rough. my colleagues. And I am not saying something is bad or something is good, but it's definitely different. And I don't know where to like you got to find what, a common ground, and how do you do that? Well, and then what is my particular like? What are we not seeing eye to eye on? What what is different? What feels? Yeah. How do they perceive? How do we perceive some situations so differently? Yeah. And am I perceiving it from an old person standpoint? Or are they perceiving <laughs> it from a, a newbie? I'm the same way. So something someone very wise pointed out to me. Um, a wise old geezer. She's not old or a geezer. You just said. Oh, I said someone very wise, and you like said you old, be old geezer. to be wise. No, I, I'm just telling you. If I think of wise, I think of the old owl from the Tootsie Roll. Not a geezer, and okay, the fact that you think of wise in a in a cartoon tells me everything I need to know I, about your I'm mental capacity. I'm not saying it's the right way to think about it. Okay. I'm just saying that's the way I think about it. <laughs> it's good. All right. So she said you need to understand that their entire life has been shared online. They have always 
been comfortable and perceived that everything and everybody, including themselves, are sharing everything online. And that's where you get into the what's it, authentic in what you share and what and how what you see and how your ideas are formed so, based on online. But what's real and right, what's well, not and what's just bullshit. But that also leads into this concept of um equity versus equality. Like if everybody is sharing everything online, then that comparison mentality is not not a side thought. It is default thought is constant comparison. Yeah. That is all they've lived in because everything, everyone and everybody's sharing everything you, online. I, and I know you've dealt and struggled with comparison in many facets of life. Yeah. But to be totally honest, I don't care. I think that's a privilege you have. Just sure. To, just to be honest. Um, I think society is a little bit more forgiving in the the experience which I have heard some male students express before there are pieces and parts of them that they wish that like they do not feel like, I think the the perception is like, you don't have to have feelings. You don't have to have. That's, I mean, this, I have feelings. We, we know. I'm a, um, I'm a deep emotional human. Okay. Um, Am I not? Do not, if I, if you cut me, do I not believe? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's different, okay? Sure, okay. So, I I'm think, not devoid of feelings. No, no I don't want to. I know you're not, I, but it is a perception that you are. It is. It is more forgiving for you to not give a shit and to not and to not have to give a shit. I don't. I don't think it's the giving a shit. It's just that I am not. I am oddly confident enough to not compare myself to others. You have always been oddly confident enough, period. Like, that you know, has just been... Like, I'm one of one. But, and wherever that comes from, wonderful, great. It's curious to me because I've never had that confidence. I um, don't think it's hard to achieve when you isolate yourself from a lot of other shit. Like, I don't you know, know what that means. Like, I don't know what I, you're saying. Granted, I have struggles with being a father. Like, I have some deep emotional regrets and hardships with the way I parent mostly our daughter I have as a friend and as a husband I harbor some deep regret and emotional feeling but to compare myself to somebody else or to try to line up or or see like who am I most like or who am I who are my role models or who, like, where do I fit? What peg does my square fit in? Mm -hmm. I've never, like, I'm pretty accepting of my own flaws. Maybe it's the liquor talking, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm mm -hmm. not, like, I don't want to be, I look at our friend group, right? Mm -hmm. And you guys are going to hear from all of our friends next time, which is going to be great. But I don't like say, well, he does it this way or I do it this way, you know. Like I had, we just hung out with our friends not uh, two weeks ago, talking with one of them about parenting. And he's like, why? Why do you approach it that way? We were talking about therapy for some mm -hmm. reason. No, this was when, um, the conversation started about how, like, if Charlie says she likes something, your instant instinct is to shit on it. That, that's not true. I, 
Well, uh, that was that the conversation was. So, like, she mentioned liking remember, something. I don't remember. Right. She mentioned um, a career choice. and you Oh, like, yeah. She like, wanted to be an environmental you, lawyer. And I was like, there's no money in that. No, you said, so you want to be poor. Don't <laughs> say there was no money in that. You said it, you're very insulting. And then somebody else said something. Why didn't I offer an alternative? And and so the conversation was, why do you do that? Why do you not just listen to them and accept that and let them and I let them do that? I think it's because I don't mind being talked to that way. Because I have this thick skin or, you know what I mean? Like, you can be derogatory and mean to me and it's not going to affect me. For the most part. Mm-hmm. Like you, it, as long as it's not like super personal, but you can be like, Hey, you did the, you fucked this up. And I'd be like, yeah, I did. Or I didn't or whatever. Like I'm not, I'm not easily offended or embarrassed. But other people are right. But I'm saying like that, you know, coming as somebody who spurts out this madness and I realize it's madness sometimes and it's uncalled for and not the best practice. I try to apologize and go on my way, but like, I remember sitting at work one one day. This didn't come from me, but we we have a smoker at work, right? And a smoker takes like wood chips. Mm-hmm. Oh God! A guy I work with said, "So does that take corn pellets?" And without skipping a beat, one of my heroes and role models—I won't say his name—sitting across from him, sits up in his chair and says, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Corn pellet? What the fuck is a corn pellet? What are you talking about? Blunt, like to like to mm-hmm. a probably an honest question. <laughs> like the motherfucker didn't know what went in it. I wouldn't know. To be honest, smoker. I didn't know what it was. I was saying, I was like, I fucking know. What it is. You put yeah. fucking charcoal in it. I was just, saying, but uh, but it's just that. So it, even though you've it's been the environment, like, I'm it around. is. But you have to understand that's not normal. That is not a normal environment. And so you try to normalize that everywhere you go, including your parenting. And to say, like, you've been gifted the opportunity since a very formative age of 18 to be around a place that is nothing but desensitization of feelings. And so because of that, you just want to maintain that. That's your whole control shit of, like, if I'm uncomfortable, everybody else is going to be uncomfortable if I think that's a stupid idea, you need to think it's a stupid idea. When that's not it's the not case. That I, th- it, I don't need you to think. I just need you to know that I think it's a stupid idea. Guess what? We don't give a shit. Your only goal is to make, should make other people feel better. So you can say it in a different way. Your approach. You're, I, I don't disagree with you. Sucks. So, I do have a bad approach. Horrible. What about romantically? Do I have a good approach? I mean, <laughs> let me turn the tables here. The romant- I like I feel like I do really try to romanticize our relationship 20 years in. I I don't disagree with that. Oh, good. I I think you are Editor clip that out. We're going to put that <laughs> on social media. She thinks I'm romantic. You can be very romantic. Now, our love <laughs> language There's always nope. a but. Our love languages are super different. Right. I just I just read and I watched and then I dug a little deeper about how my love languages are dangerous. Talk to me more about that. So and A, tell me more about what you're reading. So the, it was ta- it went through all the love languages and like the reciprocation. So my love languages are 
physical touch. Mm-hmm. That's my main one. Yep. And words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I give those, if I'm if I'm a you know one romantically or whatever want to touch, and then you're not wanting to be touched or you don't reciprocate that, it hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. Same with words of affirmation. I give you words of affirmation and they like go silent, you know, or you deflect them or whatever. It hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, that's right. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, so you like, then you just stop doing that. Whereas the other ones, like you can, if you like you say it's gifts, mm-hmm. I, I, I would in, get off on giving you a gift doesn't mean you need to reciprocate it, but I want you to enjoy that gift. Mm-hmm. Not who doesn't enjoy a gift. Right. But like if I wanna if I wanna be romantic or sexual, whatever, and then it's not then I get shut down. Like it hurts your feelings. Right. You know, or I like say, Oh hey, you're beautiful and you're like, I don't feel beautiful. It hurts your feelings. Right. And you're like, well, fuck, why did I even say it? Do I hurt your feelings? Fuck, all the time. I'm sorry. Like 'cause we're not the we're not the same. I, for a lot of different reasons, struggle with words. You give words of affirmation. I try to give you words. I struggle when you give me words of affirmation. It's not my love language because. But it doesn't have to be your love language. You just just have to know that that's. I need to know that's how you give love to. And just accept it. Right. Because in my head, I think you need to know what my actual love language is and do that. Because you would do anything but that. <laughs> because well, my yours are acts of service acts and quality service. time. Yeah. And so. And so today I come home, I'm doing laundry, I'm doing shit. And obviously she thinks what something's fucking wrong. <laughs> you have look at you your know, face while you're doing laundry. What? You just had a look on your what? face. It's not looks of service. It's acts of service. <laughs> I'm acting. Okay. You to, to be fair, you, you, you did one load of, like you put one load in, but. <laughs> You're lucky I put another load in there. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I Did you? Dude, it's open my mouth. Damn oh. it. I said but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's I, uh, I hear you. I am struggling. I struggle so hard with the words. I told you this. It just feels like. Well, after 20 years. I'm just telling you the word shit just doesn't work with me. It, but But knowing that it's my thing. I'm going to get better. I've got time. You got. You yeah, don't believe ten, fifteen years before I die. So what the hell? Shut up! Don't have that conversation. Oh, well, we ain't lasting forever, and we're already at the twenty-year mark. Well, we're not like. What is wrong with you? We're vampires. All right. <laughs> I would love to be a vampire. Oh God. If Lestat came in tonight and was like, I can give you etern- eternal life. But so what were you listening to? How did you get on this? I did TikTok. Like, it was mm. some bullshit TikTok. So I was like, I saw the thing and I was like, oh, I, I get this. Cause I almost I, sent it to you and I was like, ah, fuck, she'll be like, well, what's that mean? What What do well, you mean by I this? I have several. And it, because your several go-to se- is being defensive. And I've said this for so long. I could be like, I could say something. Abby gets super defensive. And I'm like, For a, drop your fucking guard here, lady. Same team. So vulnerable. We're just on the same team. I, know. I ain't going nowhere. I the walls are up. I'm, a lot. I mean, what the fuck's I'm gonna sleep on the couch? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. I I'm working on it. 
I am working on it. We're I all re-upped. Progress. We're re- I re-upped. I rescheduled. I got back in the rotation of therapy. I'm working on it. Not only that, my wife, who's sitting here listening to this as I say this, oh, no. would be like, hey, did you know that if you took sheep shit <laughs> and put it in a capsule and took it, it would lower your anxiety. And get, like, she's all for the supplement shit. But the motherfucker won't take a Tylenol. <laughs> I just don't believe Tylenol so, works. Not, I don't so, think it's real. Okay. So I don't think any of your shit's real. <laughs> we, <laughs> fucking Amazon, all summer, you know, we're hood rich in the summer up until we got about two weeks left of our money until we're broke. <laughs> a jug, and I say a jug, a fucking jug of <laughs> magnesium power, powder comes in. <laughs> Flakes. Flakes, jug, whatever. It's magnesium. And she buys water, like spray bottles. She's got, her and Charlie are fucking spraying themselves down with magnesium at night. Now, I know if I have a headache and I take an ibuprofen, that motherfucker goes away. It does. I don't. I believe it's fake. I just don't. I have, however. Listen, I've got oceanfront property in Arizona. I will gladly. It's not true. There's. That you're I, right. None of that's true. None of the shit you're taking is true unless all that stuff you get naturally. Mm-hmm. Right? Your diet should provide you like I don't have a very good diet. You talk to anybody <laughs> in the supplement game. Now I've taken every I was gonna say, please tell oh, us no, no, more. No, listen. Sir. I'm all but shit all over I'm me. one step away from fucking ordering cocaine off the internet. <laughs> true story. Hand to God. Uh, side note. Listen, this is the bet. This is a great story. This is a work story. You never get work stories here. But I'm at work yesterday and I get an email from my boy Ralph. Ralph lives in Jersey. He's a shut in. He'll never hear this, but I love, like, Ralph is. Is this going to get us legal? No, 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 no. no. Is this his real name? Can we change his name? No, his real name's Ralph. I'd rather not use his real name. I won't tell you his last name. Okay. Keep going. There's a skunk. Gary. So, great dude. Like, I. I vent to him. He's like, I don't know. Like I would, I would fucking run through that brick wall for Ralph. I almost said. I did. Time. I know. Can you just Ralph get- Pepe's? His name's Ralph Pepe. All right, Ralph. You hear this? I love you. Just know that. Anyway, we work in the same industry. He like we talk all the time. Probably at least once a week. Also, he he's he has helped my career more than anybody in this world. Like so, but we share funny stuff. Right, like if he shares something on LinkedIn, like I shared his stuff on LinkedIn, which is fucking weird social media. Anyway, he sends me this email. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're in the supply chain world, and there's this person who's trying to book this load to be transported. And so it's a legit sheet and it's like, it's coming out of Mexico and the sheets like, you know, how big the trailer needs to be, how far the journey is. It gets to commodity. Any guess what the commodity they're trying to ship out of Mexico is? It's cocaine. They write fucking cocaine on this That's list. That's not true. I swear to God, I'll it show you. It was fake. No, nope, nope. don't. So I, I just sent him Nemo back to that. Bold strategy there, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see what the pay was because I might maybe want to got a truck and tried to fucking haul that shit up here. But I'm glad you didn't. That but, was some good. But that I, I don't even know where we're going with that. Will you were shitting on me? I was not. For ordering magnesium flakes. Yeah, and somebody's trying to ship cocaine out of Mexico. Those two things are not related. It's still, both of them are equally hilarious to me. What? I. You are so gullible. To You are, I'm not saying gullible, for the, but you are easily influenced in if, like, there could be a TikTok of, like I said, I don't. I, I think this has always been grounded a personality up. of mine. I don't think it necessarily is based completely in. Hang on, nope. You need to stop talking for a second. You can shut your mouth for five seconds sweetheart. and let me finish a fucking finish, thought. Finish your thoughts. I think that I have always leaned more into. Are there other more natural ways? Homeopathy to stuff. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't make me fucking gullible. It just makes me. Fucking curious. Says the so, woman who hang on. in 2004 randomly on our doorstep, Beachbody shows up. Oh, what the hell that has to do with shit? How'd that work I'm out for you? Old- Motherfucker. What the hell? Are there's, you kidding me? In right this now? corner of this basement, no. there's a Beachbody package unopened. Whoa. Whoa. And a Jillian Michael seven day shred. I didn't play goddamn. Farmville that is fake fucking farming and waste my life on fake farms. Hours and hours. Let's also talk about your fake rust. You're fighting a fake fucking apocalypse. And you skip time with your family to play a fake game. Are you fucking kidding me right now, Gary Thomas? (laughs) Oh my God. You You went for the gusto there. And I'm just talking about some shit you did 20 years ago. 
I mean, I got plenty of shit you did in the most recent years. You want to go? We are not making it to our 20th anniversary. Are you kidding me? Well, we got two weeks. We'll, we'll sort this out. It'll be all right. I'm not judging you. I bought magnesium, and I guarantee other people take magnesium. That You're supposed to be taking magnesium, motherfucker. You got it up there. I bought it in a pill form. Okay, well, our body doesn't absorb it as well because we don't have we don't lack we don't have the nutrients to absorb it. Also, we had an, I've been wanting to do this for magnesium sulfate, the condensed the oral stuff that makes you poop. I've been wanting to do that. I don't know if I can handle it right now. Do you believe in that? You really? Believe I, I know it makes you shit. I right. like I can direct. I know I've watched enough people. Like I follow this guy who chugs a bottle and then sees how long he can get into a, a certain activity. Like he chugs it. How long can I be at the gym until I take a shit? How long, how many, how long can I run before I take a shit? How long in Walmart before I take shit? And I'm not pooping. have the I, audacity listen, to question audacity. Listen, anything I, I do. I support you. I don't I, listen. I'm, there was no fight about you getting this. You do whatever you want to do. Just take a fucking ibuprofen when you got a headache. How about that? Well, sir, I have been taking ibuprofen. <laughs> it's not for a headache. I hurt my back. Yeah. I told Abby today. She she takes me Sunday, Monday? Monday. It was fucking Monday. It's just, today's Thursday as of this recording. <laughs> my day's ruined. I did squats, threw my back out. Abby is susceptible to injury. Usually before something happens. I don't know if we talked about... Did we talk about you getting a UTI before we went on vacation? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So anytime... Like, we were going for her birthday trip to Nashville. I think she sprains her ankle. I didn't think I... I, I, I rolled my ankle. I got back up. I fucking dealt with I'm, I'm not saying you're not... I persevere, motherfucker. <laughs> I got I'm a UTI. Saying. I got on the phone with the doctor immediately. Had my antibiotics in Florida when I got there. That's right. I'm just saying... I persevere. So... You Don't are talk shit resilient. about me. I'm not. I'm saying you're resilient. You better say I'm resilient. But you're just very susceptible to things before events. What event am I? Like, I'm going to put you in a bubble before, like, but Wednesday of next week, you're in a bubble. I'm going to make sure Micah keeps you in the hotel room. You don't get to leave. You lay flat on your back. Drink water and your magnesium. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Tell me. So what? I, I, if I take the magnesium, I'm not. So I'm just what? saying it, you are so anti-pharma. Yeah. To an extent, I question a lot of shit that we take. I want, like, why are these other things not Life being short, used? Cut the headache in half. Take a Tylenol PM. I do. Like when I have a headache, I will take. Like some, I do, a, I, for the most part, I've never had headaches. And the fact that I'm like 42 and starting to get headaches freaks me the hell out. But we think that's a hormonal shift, right? Probably. And to even be in this position, to even be 42 right now, amazes me. So, yeah, I hurt my back. I've been taking ibuprofen like multiple times a day. So, I get my first CT scan. I'm glad that that you found a connection between those two things. I'm just saying we are dilapidating like a fucking old British manor. 
Listen, we've spent more on your medical shit this year than we've ever spent on We've spent nothing on my shit. Well, we've had to spend more time on your medical needs. This year? What have we done this year? I'm just saying, past few years, you've been very needy. I've so, been needy. Uh, my friend, goal is not to need you for anything. I can make that happen. <laughs> just What do I ask say, you for? It's not what you asked me for. It's what you fucking couldn't survive without because oh, I wasn't providing it. I, I, too, am resilient and could survive on very little. Peanut butter and crackers. And our children. And keep up with oh, our kids. Oh, we ain't talking about children. Okay. I don't know. Who let us have kids? How rich would we be if we didn't have kids? We wouldn't. You'd find something stupid. You'd be, you'd be up in your lives on Farmville right now, and we'd be broke That's because not even a game you would anymore. probably be like, it is too. There's still a version of it. Then I'm downloading it tonight. And it's probably. Over. Probably pay money to play Rust, don't, don't you? don't know. You have. I bought Rust. There's a... There's a uh, I don't even think it's still around. It was a charity thing called, it's called Humble Bundle. So people would put their game, most of them were like in, independent games, stuff like that on there. And you pay whatever you want. So I spent $5, I got like 20 games. for five, And Rust just happened to be one of them. So I spent $5 on Rust. You never paid money to like get an extra life or a power uh, mushroom or something? No, there's nothing like that on there. Hmm. Like you can buy skins and things, but I'm just, I'm not into that. Anymore. Yeah. I got rich on it, actually. On what? Rust. It's not real money, Gary. It, it's 100% real money. You have real money. You got rich on real money. Where the hell's the real money? I'm waiting to see it. Where's the... I did, withdrew it and used it. I had no idea this happened. I, did, I say rich. So, in, if you're a video gamer, they're skins. They're cosmetic. They don't affect gameplay. They're just things you can wear. So during the pandemic, early 2020, when I really got into it, every week they issue there's new skins. So and they're like 99 cents. Keep in mind, this is all I'm hearing this for the first time. Carry on. You've never asked me. I'm an open book. Fuck. So anyway, they come up with new sets every week. So for a good portion of 2020, I'd buy five dollars worth every week. So there's a blackout set, which is all black gear, you can get, like pants, shirt, I, armor, I get all it. that stuff. Monochromatic. I sold it. Wait, did you buy it first? Yeah. For how much? Five bucks for all of it. Okay. I sold the kilt, the blackout kilt, for $47. Probably sold the whole set for around $120. It's like the stock market. And I did take some L's where I didn't make any money on it, so I still have them, but 99 cents. Who's like who? So, when I asked you about 32.9 seconds ago, have you ever spent money on Rust? And you're like, I was thought no. you were talking about buying the game. I just thought, like, I'm not talking about the insider market, like power up mushrooms, all that stuff. And you're like, <laughs> no, no, I didn't buy any, I didn't not bought anything okay. pay to win. Okay. I bought things manipulative. <laughs> I didn't lie. I, I in in the same conversation I told you exactly what I did. So no harm, no foul. Why are you putting your nose up like that? Anyway, 
Mm. We, as a family, especially since I had my surgery in September, I feel like we had one of our first, other than going out to eat, like our first sit-down meal at our kitchen table in forever. The other night I made hamburgers, grilled, sautéed some onions. We all sat down and had a good time. But in general, it's usually a fend-for-yourself type deal. Like Harlan has his set food group, which is pizza, chicken fries, chicken nuggets. Abby started making him a pizza today. Pretty good. We got to get that little motherfucker in shape. Charlie has her rotation. Abby has, what's it called? Girl dinner. Girl dinner. Which I didn't know it was called girl dinner until TikTok. Yeah, until. Came across my algorithm. It's it, I was trying to, Gary shits on me. I, he's like, he's I like, don't shit on you. Let's be I'm honest. Sorry. I'm sorry. You like to point out. My flaws. I do not. Good thing I'm not words of affirmation because. Well, because you wouldn't take those anyway. Well, you wouldn't give them to me anyway. I, I get. Uh, <laughs> I do. That's what I do. Give you words every fucking day. After every you, day I try to say something to her. After you follow it up with, you would even survive without me. I can. <laughs> I do. I just choose not to cook a meal. I just don't. I don't want to. I don't want to have to cook a meal. If it was my choice, I would rarely cook she full meals for myself. She would be completely famished if it wasn't for me. That's not true. I'm a very thick girl. I don't get this way by not eating. I know how to eat. I just choose to like either I'll pick one meal and that becomes my meal right now. I'm really into some pasta salad. Got some shrimp the other day on sale. Clearance shrimp. <laughs> I wish I liked shrimp. I just don't like any seafood. It's delicious. Deep fried cod from so, Long John's. I'm down. It's not real. I know, but um, that's that's what I like. So I was, I've been, I frequently eat like this, or I will just do chips and salsa for the rest of my life, and that becomes dinner. Um, but I'm learning how to add proteins. And stuff. I, I know how to add proteins and eat it. I just don't want to cook a meal, and it's very complicated here. Because we're all in different. Because everybody, I will acknowledge it. It's, it's and nobody likes the same shit. And everybody else, everybody is picky likes chips and salsa, except me. Um, we just don't choose it for a meal. And listen, there's a bag of fucking frozen taquitos over there that I'm about to tear up tonight. <laughs> don't you'll puke. Um, so I've been, I've always been an ingredients kid, and this wait, like, wait, define ingredients kid. So we never had prepackaged snacks in my house, hardly ever. Um, so everything was made from scratch. Not everything was All made those from scratch. No, 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 no. You're not hearing me. I said prepackaged snacks. So we were not snacks like specifically, right? We were not like a little Debbie home. There were no oh, God. Uh, like that. Never happened. I just talked about this in this week, talking about breakfast. Growing up, mom, if you're listening, you can attest to this. Little Debbie Brownie. Five seconds in the microwave, wash for it down breakfast with, for bre- every fucking Would it day. Happen? Wash it down with Sunny D. Okay, I think we did have Sunny D, but we were it was cereal. Is Sunny D still around? Yeah, I'm about to buy some. Ew. Fake Ew. orange drink. Ew. Go ahead. My throat. It just, what? It like coats your. Uh, no. I, right, stop. I knew you were gonna say it, so shut up. Stop. That's <laughs> disgusting. Like what are you talking about? I was anyway. talking about Sunny D. Shut up. Shut up. Let me finish. So, we, it just wasn't a, a habit. Like, I'm not saying there weren't chips in the house. Like, things like that existed. Better but, cheddars? 
Yeah, we did. You have your mammals. That was no nannies. Um, so I, you know, a snack in our house was like a tortilla with some melted cheese on it, and not like shredded cheese. It was like because you, we, mom would like. I know she shredded her cheese. Yeah, which I'm down for that. Like a cheese roll up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! Did a lot of that cheese on top of bread, ketchup on bread. Um, lots of microwave. I had varieties. a mayonnaise sandwich. Never had mayonnaise sandwiches, and yeah. I love mayonnaise. And my dad used to eat peanut butter mayonnaise sandwich when he gets home for every. Lots night. of peanut butter and crackers. Lots of cheese and oh, crackers. Oh god! Um, or you take like ruffles or wavy lays, and you just get like the craft singles, and you put cheese on it. I st- I had that last night. Ruffles with craft singles. Yeah, any type of like plain like, chip. I did like a tortilla chip, but it was very much like that. So. When I'm still this way, going grocery shopping, Gary's like, did you get any snacks? And yeah, I'm like, thinking about something fucking good. And I don't get snacks. Like, it's just not no. in my mentality. Years. This is years. Like, it is you not You think in my after habit. 20 years, motherfucker, realize, like, <laughs> I'm talking about some Little Debbies. How about you get some cookies, something, you know? So the other, other day, I was at the store getting something totally different, and I got you some some nutty buddies. Yeah, not even the best. Like that's how little she pays attention to the snacks. What is you my favorite? Bought little... Nutty buddies the other day when we were on vacation, so I thought you would. What's still my favorite enjoy little them. Debbie snack? The dumbest one in the fucking world. What is it? The donut stick. No, not even close. Swiss roll. Up? Swiss roll. Swiss roll. Top tier. I could, let's rank the little Debbie snacks. Swiss roll. I, I close so. second. Fudge, fudge round. round. Zebra cake. Zebra cake. Mm, yeah. Cosmic brownie. Nope. Yes. S tier. Bottom. Nope. Yeah, all the brownies are bottom. No. Yeah. You're wrong. I remember. Oatmeal cream pie is my favorite. Now, we did. Double decker oatmeal cream pie. Yes, but if you go get the fucking box, Little Debbie, and you get the little single. Now, I think my dad. Oatmeal cream pie. It's their, garbage. Oatmeal cream pies did show up very occasionally. Very occasionally. But they were like my dad's. Star Crunch. I've had them, but they're that's okay. a that's mid. It's not it's not brownie level. Lots of cereal in my life. We would do, but it's all like Kicks and Cheerios. I thought the multi grain Cheerios was the shit. I love raisin brand. Cheerios. Raisin brand. Love honey or oatmeal raisin. You like honey bunches of oats? No, it's the the clusters. There's the raisins with the nuts. That was way late, way no. late in my career. You know what I always wanted, and when I finally got it, because it was, it was kind of expensive, but it was, it was so trash, grape nuts. You thought it was I thought good? it was going to be great. No, no, no. I thought no. it was going to be great, and I got it, and I was like, no. I remember I was an adult. I was like, fuck. I, no. This $5 box of grape nuts. Awful. I'm going to tear it, and it was fucking gross. I was like, this is. Remember my Kashi days? I would eat Kashi cereal. That wasn't bad, though. It was all right. It looked like. Were you eating sticks? It looked like fucking eating limbs off the tree. (laughs) Crave. You remember Crave cereal? Yeah. You used to get Crave. I used to get Crave. So I could very, like, I very easily can throw together, like, the weirdest combination of food and just call it dinner. And Gary swears I don't know how to feed myself. That's not true. If anything, I'm a survivor and can eat anything. That's true. But (laughs) 630, have you fed Harlan yet? You gonna feed these kids? <laughs> That's not get, true. I've been feeding dinner? him. Really? I just feel really? yes. Yeah. Lunch maybe. 
Because I, you have I to. I swear to God, you come at me right now, I will destroy you. I dare you, Gary. I'm not. Here's the thing, because I try to generally, we'll, we'll have a conversation. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want, Gary? Nothing. Okay. I'm so again, that popsicles. that mental load comes down to me of like, well, okay, Charlie, what do you want? Now I'm either going to... But it, that's now, where it I, stops, because I... Because then I've got to decide. And by that, you're like, I'll just order him a pizza. No, I haven't ordered a pizza in two weeks. Since pre-vacation. Pre-vacation. I think there's been a pizza in this house since... No. We had pizza at my sister's house. Okay. But... I would like a little respect here. (laughs) A little respect. Just not a lot. I mean, I'm not a 100% respectful man. I think what you... Dead ass told our daughter was you have to earn it is what you told I feel, her. I feel like I've earned it. Have you? <laughs> it was a good run, guys. It was a good run. <laughs> it, we've we've made it. Or I'll be planning a dinner and Gary's like, well, I just got him a happy. Will you just stop and get him? Ha- I told him he didn't have a happy meal. You weren't planning shit. Oh. <gasps> I, oh, that's not true. That's not true. So Tuesday night you were planning dinner. Yeah. Taco Tuesday. After you ran out. Taco Tuesday. And had to go leave. I was coming right back. It wasn't even five o'clock. The other thing is like Gary's feeding people at five. Like we're 92 years old. I'm an early bird dinner guy. (laughs) I don't, and people, like I've talked about this. Like. Did a podcast night after the podcast day was like I we gotta go make dinner. I'm like it's too late for dinner. You're you're sitting here talking about eating taquitos, right? I'm now. drunk. <laughs> it's a there's a difference. I'm it's, not eating for dinner. I'm eating because I'm drunk. <laughs> That's not a good choice. I'm not even drunk anymore. <laughs> you sound so disappointed. I am. That's the thing. Like I, I get drunk really fast now, but I also sober up pretty quick. I think that's how I. How I handled Nashville so well. Mm-hmm. Your liver working differently. It's just floating around in this temple, <laughs> which I have been working out back on the ground. Shout out Rigdon. He's pushing me. It's good to have somebody to, to do it with. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. But we did a uh, we did a workout today, and I was like, so we got to do a burnout at the end. And I completely failed. <laughs> I was like, because in my head, I'm still as strong as I used to be. Yeah. I mean, I was a strong bastard. I'm not fragile, but I'm not as strong. I just don't, I've lost so much muscle and just, you know, my body's eating itself. <laughs> Literally. So we're doing biceps and I put, we do like the the heavy bars, like 45 pound bar. So it was 105 pound curls, right? And I was like, oh shit, I'm on. We're going to do a burnout. So I had three tens on each side. And then we do as many as we could, drop the, drop the plate, do as many as we could, drop the plate. I did one to start. I was like, oh shit, that's too heavy. Turns out it was a little too heavy for him too, but I had, had big expectations of myself mm-hmm. when I failed. Also, it was the end of the workout. So that's what a burnout is supposed to do. Yeah, it fucks. It's supposed to be. I don't think you're supposed to do super high rep on a burnout. It's supposed to be, or a super high weight. It's supposed to be about the rep. It's still, more f- so. still yeah. failure. 
Yeah. But then I, I even told Dave, I was like, I'm going to walk for an hour today. And I did. Proud of you. Listen to a whole podcast about Marlon Brando's son getting kidnapped. I was in it because the true story, the private detective had no hands. Stop. True story. You know what his name is? Stop. Do you know what his name is? No. How, like what no. kind of fucked up life do you get when your name is J.J. Arms? True story. Googling. J.J. Arms has no hands. <laughs> It's awful. It's awful, but he was like the best. He found Marlon Brando's son, brought him home. I'm really jealous that you're working out. I really had big hopes to, because you tried. I have three. And your back gave out on you. Your body said, nah. I've had, um, the hardest struggle this summer has been the amount of time I'm with people <laughs> constantly. My kids. Not just our kids. No, it's mostly our kids. Um, I am with them. Next summer, Abby's probably going to be looking for a summer job. Yep. Um, Just to afford daycare. So I was kind of pumped because Harlan's doing this really cool camp and he loves it. And, you know, I didn't know if it'd be a situation like vacation Bible school or something where I'd have to go and kind of shadow him. I didn't know. But lot, you know, it's they're amazing. They're awesome. They know exactly what they're doing, and he loves it there. And he's he's playing for three hours. I come and get him, and he's like red faced, exhausted. He lays in the car. He's been such a great mood this week. Yeah, and it's I think it's it's the increase in activity and peopling and the structure of our. Oh yeah. Of our, he like, like his father is a social butterfly. Yeah, but I was really excited because one part of. Getting back to the gym for me has been, A, I'm not getting enough sleep at night. Um, and I've been really trying to correct this. Hence the magnesium that Gary is pooping on. Never um, shit on it. Just saying oh, you wouldn't take a Tylenol. I love shit. how you like to spend things. <laughs> that makes you sound so innocent. You be the judge as a listener if I was shitting on it. Y'all. Anyway. Also, if you're listening on Spotify, just... One of you that listen on Spotify, there is now a feature where you can leave a comment or a question or whatever. Somebody do that just so I can see it. God. Because I've been doing it to all the podcasts I listen to, leaving a message on there. <laughs> I just so, want to, I, I mean, I like people know that you're out there, that they're being heard. I don't want to know I I'm being heard. That. Um, so I was really excited to get back and get to the gym. And I too am having an issue with. Being geriatric. Yep. Um, so I still feel like I still look down on machines in the gym. Mm, not me anymore. Um, there are Jay few- Cutler, eight-time Mr. No, three-time Mr. Olympia, changed my mindset on machines. Because as a as somebody who was probably an ego lifter still most of my life. Bench press is like the the gauge of men. Like, what you bench? You're an you know? ego lifter. Yeah, I'm but so he's sure. but he said I've seen too many people tear a pec or you know get injured doing that. <laughs> Here we are. And he goes to machines, and I'm like, who am I? I am not Mister mm-hmm. Olympia. This motherfucker's Mister Olympia. And he said, tell me to use machines. I'll listen. I think, I think for me, I haven't done a flat bench. Since my surgery. Really? Yeah, always machine. So I'm, 
very much in the mindset of I want to do a squat. I also think there's like a mobility component to it that is important to me. That my she body is so jealous that I can squat all the way down. My knees won't have it, and I'm. It's bad. I mean, it's it's really bad, and it's. What's that rock tape on there? Again, yeah. I'm just saying. If it worked for your back, it'll work for your knees. Try it that is n- that is not the added. You smiled when you uh, said that. I because you're beautiful. I'm trying to smile at you. Looks of affirmation. It's a thing. It's not a thing. That's how I just created I, it. So I put Kate the kinesiology tape on my back because it freaking hurts. I ran my hand down her back and thought she had some lacy panties on. I was like, "Ooh, what are we doing?" It was just the tape on her back. <laughs> you're so dumb. <laughs> Why is it, it dumb? Actually, like, no, it actually gave me relief. I and you should be glad I it that I have lazy. relief. But no, Lingerie. you want... No, you shit on it too. Other, I did not shit on it. I'm there just telling you. I thought literal it was... literal athletes that wear it, and it made me feel better. What? And, Point me to where I was shitting on it. Put, put that on your knee, since it worked on your back. And then you smiled well, like I'm, a shithead. <laughs> so defensive. Can't even take a fucking am smile. Am I defensive or am I just absolutely correct in my reading of no, your attitude? You're not. You're not. Your, whole, your total read on me today has been wrong. But in general, for our life, I'm 1,000% correct. Who's to say? Me. And I'm right. So anyway, I'm struggling with that. I don't feel like I do want to be able to do a squat and a dead. And I love deadlifts. Like I like that's something I finally learned how to do like within the past two years. Mm-hmm. So I want to do them, but I can't do that. And then take four days off of a workout because I'm like, I couldn't walk. It is awful. When you throw your back out, it is horrible because mm. everything hurts and it hurts in my hips and you can't sit, you can't lay down. So it really makes, makes me mad. So I was really looking forward to this week of having three hours without Harlan to go to the gym. On the first day. On the first freaking day. I throw my back out. I was so mad. Like, I've been Hear in... Hear me a- out. Let's go full circle. Are you mad at me? No. Something awful. No, full circle. Dust off the beach body tape. <laughs> See if that does anything for you. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's not even cute. From the man who ordered a workout program that's like squats for the thoughts or whatever it was. No, or, that's just his catchphrase. No, I don't make it sound. I did better. that workout program for a year. Good for you. I'll, we were in a position when we lived in Owensville at the time that I wasn't able to get to the gym all the time. So I was trying to do something at home and it looked like a reasonable workout. Do you know that my coach, my college coach, used to make us do fucking Taibo in our spring Billy Blake, come on. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. That is not. We never hi-yawed. Um Then you weren't exerting yourself. You, you didn't give don't even maximum know effort I on Taibo. I was really good at Taibo. I just want it known. My spring What workouts, is Billy Blanks doing these days? Hell if I know. Billy Blanks, we want you on the podcast. <laughs> so... I just thought it was a reasonable. I'm there are not people shitting on it. Are, there, there are, are people. It's like sweating to like, the oldies. There are people that have it's, been very successful. Richard with that. Simmons changed the lives of millions of people. Billy Blanks changed the lives of millions of people. It's how you implement it into your life. I'm just saying, we don't even have a DVD player. 
We couldn't even use it if we had to. At the time we did, though, and I don't even know, like, I've sold it since. It's gone. It's not even here anymore, and you're acting like it's here. I'm not acting like it's here. I just... Literally, roll back the tape, princess, because you said over here in this corner, we have we don't have it. I said Jillian Michaels, six-minute shred. Who knew the downfall of Jillian Michaels? Okay. Anyway, I have loved this podcast. I have a lot to think about <laughs> when I go upstairs. What are we thinking about? Give me your, okay. If you're just tuning in, your three biggest takeaways that you're thinking think about tonight. Who? You. You said I've got if so I'm many If I'm just things. tuning in, I've been here the whole damn time. I know, but what. And I've been here for but 20 years. for somebody years. that's listening, what, and you, they're going to rewind Plus, and listen to the whole thing, what's the three keys that they need to listen to? Gary is drunk. Not, not now. Gary says really has really horrible takes on things <laughs> most of the time. That that's not a surprise to anybody. What are the three main takeaways? That's a takeaway. And the other is <laughs> I said three, so there's two more. You're drunk. Takeaway. You were that, drunk. You never breathalyze me. I could just be very happy. You you have confessed. Gary lies. That's it. He he lies so much. I didn't say I wasn't drunk. I'm just saying I could be very manipulative, and, and it would mask is the same. You can't even admit when I'm right. I tell you, you're right all the time. I here's the takeaway: Abby, super defensive all the time, doesn't take words of affirmation, turns down physical touch. I don't. doesn't accept it in my love language type manner. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm super excited to know that somehow, despite all this, we've made it 20 years. Yep. I was looking at our wedding pictures the other day. You were gorgeous. I was an ogre with a fucking flat top. You did have a flat top. You've never, you never steered me away from a flat top. You always acted Also, like I shaved my head before our engagement pictures. Always. I've always never someone had great hairdos. Tried the past few years. Always had great timing on your decisions. <laughs> Amazing. Really. Um, Impeccable. Should I go back to the flat top, be honest? Absolutely. One time. Nope. One time. Nope. Please don't. Here's the thing. Nobody does flat tops anymore. Like, a, you have to find a legit barber. And I don't, the last time I tried to get a flat top in Mount Sterling, they fucked it up royally. I don't remember that. Yeah, remember I bought, I bought. Oh, yes. I yeah. Yep. I went and bought clippers and yeah. shaved my head because it was so bad. Forgot about that. Because they fuck my beard up is awful. Anyway. All right. This has been, I feel like we've made some headway here in our relationship after all these years. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Brought everybody along for the ride. That's right. That's what we do. We just Open and honest. The authentic, I would rather say authentic. This is our authentic selves. This is a conversation we'd have 
if one or seven million people, I like, I would love to say, hey, seven million people listen to our last episode, but let's. I don't want that smoke. I don't either. Ever. Would I have enjoyed a billion from the Powerball? I would have enjoyed that $147 that you made off your skin, but you kept that. We sp- I mean, I'm sure we sp- I spent on pizza or something. I don't know. <laughs> it came full circle. It didn't, it didn't go to waste. I'm sure it never does. All right. Uh, how do we end this? Where do we stop at? Would you just keep going? Um, are you trying to end it? I'm trying to wrap it up. I mean, it's, we're over an hour. We can go another hour. Who's to say? Who's... Th- at what point did people stop listening? Is what Remember I when you were talking earlier about your like 15 minutes of fame and it would take 10 minutes to ruin it? Let's go ahead and wrap it up before. Also, oh, this I'm going to be famous off this one. Nope. I'm just saying if time. What are you saying? The longer the, you speak and the longer people hear well, you, I, I, the well, more somebody out there, maybe just one person. And that's all I'm, all I'm looking to reach is just that one person who enjoys, who relates to me. Mm-hmm. It maybe has a similar relationship and it's like, you know what? Aside from the person sitting literally two feet from you, but carry on. No, I'm just saying there's one man out there who's like, you know what? My wife's like that. I feel the same way. I would love to hear from the females that, or. Right. I would love to see, I would love to hear the the counterpoint. Or like, damn, she puts up with that. Or, Or how, I would rather hear from the female that says, She's so lucky. Yeah. I'd like to give you some perspective. I need perspective now. <laughs> Got it. Lots of takeaways. I have so I many things say. to think about when we I walk away. I didn't say away. you need perspective. I said from I told their, you the longer you keep recording, their, the more you're going to keep talking. and the more. Uh-huh. No, you said to give me perspective. No, I said from their perspective. Okay. Listen. Believe what you want to believe there, friend. Mm-hmm. all right i love you i love you it's been a fun ride if you made it to the end tell somebody about us because we're looking for 15 minutes of fame nope don't want it could do without it that's only 50 percent of the podcast the other 50 percent wants it okay so until next week maybe off the rails but it's gonna be fun okay eight people picked living in a house Everyone's things stop. How did the real world thing go? Stop. How did the real world theme go? I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, we love you all. Thank you for listening, putting up with us. It's been fun. It's been real. Thanks for listening to Close Enough. Leave us a like on our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at Close Enough Pod. Consider giving us a share and review on whatever platform you found us on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.